Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, 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 what up, what up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you are listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. And make sure you find us anywhere you get your podcast. We there, baby. <laughs> Spotify. Spotify. Um, uh, Apple iTunes. Tune in. SoundCloud. Believe.com. The Believe Podcast Network. We part of that family. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Find our show there. As usual, my man Kevin Cleveland is running the boards, engineering, producing. Kevin, thank you so much. But well, we have a guest this week. Well, he's been on here before. You know, he's one of my best friends in the world. Uh, my man, Justin Wilson, out in the Bay. You know, we grew up there. And he's got a similar take on life as me. So I'd like to bring him in and have these conversations. And we go back and forth about sports and talk all the time. So everybody, y'all say what's up to my man, Justin Wilson. What's cracking? What's up, dog? You know how it is? Man. Niners. <laughs> He was at the game too. I saw you all on your Instagram up there in the game, sitting with Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, when the when the planes came over top, I think I was able to touch a wing up there. But it's hey, you know what it is? We got to win, man. This was all good. Don't matter where I was. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good, man. You know, you know, we talked about it last week. I was talking to Kevin because as all, y'all know, Kevin is a Rams fan, and I told him you're going to be heartbroken after this week. I just know this is what's going to happen. Jimmy G is going to do this. He's going to win this game with this team, and it's not really going to be because of him, but that's just what it is so everybody can say that Jimmy G is just a winner, and then you and I lose our damn minds all week. (laughs) All the time. He threw some nice one-yard passes, though, that went for like 60, 70 yards, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he threw, he, I mean, as as a as a NFL quarterback should be able to do. Um, but before we get on NFL, you know, what I'm saying we got to talk about we got to talk about the fact that there are two Debo's in the Bay Area. <laughs> There is is the Debo who plays for the 49ers, who is on all my fantasy teams, and I love that dude. And then there is Debo who plays for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, He goes by Debo Draymond Green. Did you see, dog, did you see that? You saw the punch. Oh, I saw the punch. I I saw the punch. And I don't know what Jordan was thinking. I really don't. He... (laughs) The only thing I could think of is Jordan Poole, like, ain't never been in a fight. Never. (laughs) Never been in a fight. You could get in one fight, and you already know when somebody get that close, you got to go. There is no, you either get away from the dude that close to you, or you do like Tupac said, and bomb first. There is did, no, there is no. Did Draymond do the look away too? It looked like on the footage that he might have kind of did the look away before he snuck it in there. Like, anytime no, a brother turns no. his head, you already know. <laughs> You already know it's coming. <laughs> he said, like, okay, come on, Jordan. Here's, here's my thing. From I'm watching the video, because there ain't no sound on the TMZ video, right? All it is is, and for people who haven't seen the video, which I'm sure you guys have already seen it now, uh, Jordan Peele and Draymond got into a fight in practice. I believe this was Thursday, and we didn't have no video, but all we heard of was a fight. So when you hear of this a fight, and usually, you know, that's how the world is. If we don't see no video, it ain't really no big deal. Right. It's just, oh, they got in a fight. We don't we just imagine, OK, these two dudes got in a fight. Somebody got punched, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Um, I was making jokes about it because I, I saw on Instagram that somebody said that Jordan Poole called Draymond a triple single. 
And <laughs> that's funny though. <laughs> I might be mad too. I might want to hold up. I would be heated. Triple, single. That would be the funniest thing I've ever heard in a basketball practice in my life if somebody said that. Uh, I don't know if Jordan Poole is that talented. I don't know if he's that damn com- comedically inclined. But uh, that's what was going around that he was just clowning. They was talking, whatever, back and forth. And then we got the video out. And the video always makes it worse, right? Because Draymond looked like. He's just a bully. And they want to turn this into, man, Draymond just picking on little dudes. Hold up. <laughs> Jordan Poole still is a healthy 6'4", 200 pounds, right? I mean, he ain't like, yeah. it's like some little ass kid. This is a this is a big dude. He just didn't understand the circumstances, right? I think, yeah. I think the, a lot of these, the, these young, these young new dudes don't really know. And especially, you know, basketball players. I mean, basketball players don't never really be getting into no fights, man. I mean, they always usually so big. People just assume that they just going to kill them if they do get into a fight. So they won't be fighting, but they be wolfing and talking. I mean, when the last time you saw a real fight in basketball? Uh, Probably D- Detroit with the fans. What was that? Uh, Malice in the Palace? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I mean, you don't it? be seeing these dudes fight. They don't really be fighting, man. Like, and the couple yeah. dudes who do fight, them was the dudes who... You know they from the hood, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you know Ron Artest ain't right, right? Ron Artest ain't right. Steven Jackson, he Ricky ain't Wallace. right. Yeah, you know those dudes are going to go, go give it to you. And for some reason, Jordan Poole just thought that because that, that him and Dre was on the same team, that Draymond wasn't still from Flint, Michigan. Like I don't think that he. I think I think maybe he 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 the money fooled him. He he thought that you know Draymond here all this rich he rich now you know what I mean he he got nice cars and you know he probably eat caviar up there in the bay you know at the chase center they got everything right I'm sure he probably Dre, thinking Dre had Yo. to let him know we still don't have water in Flint brother so <laughs> you know that's how hard I am dog he stole on him like he didn't even know him like that's the craziest part to me is like. But what do you Draymond, think? So, I mean, obviously, but but what do you think happened? Like, do they do they need to do anything though? Do they need to suspend them? It ain't that serious, is it? You've, got, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think because of what what the ramifications are, right? Because Jordan Peele is up for an extension this year, right? So, I, did they, they give it to? Him? Did, did didn't he get it? No, they have not did, paid. He didn't get. He didn't get an extension yet. Nah, they got to give. Uh, they got to pay this cat, right? So, I think. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I I can look this up. But I'm pretty sure he has not gotten that um, extension or the contract contract yet, right? Uh, yes, he signed a four year deal, and he's a free agent in after this year. He's a free agent after this year. So, yeah, after this year. So there's coming a extension is supposed to be coming this year, and what do they do? Because they've already had Draymond run off. A dude who's probably is, is definitely top ten of all time. They Draymond ran that dude off by disrespecting him. And another thing, Draymond disrespected KD. He's disrespected LeBron. What the hell you think he thinks of Jordan Poole? Like why 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 wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, they didn't sign Draymond either though. So yeah, them, they haven't given him just, his his new contract they, extension, and they yeah, can't they didn't sign him to his contract extension. So maybe they just trying to weigh out and see. We may not even have to worry about this brother next year. Yeah, but what do you do in the interim? Like you said, what do you do in the interim? So I think they got to suspend him, but 
What are you gonna do? You gonna trade Draymond? Who's taking him? Who's taking that? Them, bro. I don't think. I mean, I I would like to believe there's been uh, well, skirmishes, kerfuffle, whatever you want to call it, uh, yeah. in practices before. I don't think you gotta suspend him as long as long as he was maybe a little bit remorseful and says the right things afterwards. So I guess it, it depends on what was said afterwards and and how Jordan feels. You're right. You're right. I don't think that you guys suspend him. I guess I'm just getting caught up in the optics of it, which I hate to do because the optics shouldn't matter. It's what is, is happened. I don't need to see the tape to know that he got punched in the face. And apparently yeah. they finished practice. He finished practice after he got socked up. So it wasn't like it was a thing where that he got socked and then everybody, I mean, he, he busted him up real quick and they finished the damn practice. And now everybody's going to make it bigger. And the problem is now Jordan Poole got to live with, being a meme, right? I mean, <laughs> that's the that's the whole crux of the situation. You yeah. you're dealing with this dude's. I mean, he gonna have to show up to practice all the time, and everybody know that Draymond stole on him. He gonna go to all these games, these arenas. He gonna everybody's gonna be clowning him, talking about Draymond stole on you. Is he equipped to deal with that? Right? I mean, this kid is. I think he's 23, 24 years old. Can he deal with that kind of scrutiny and that kind of you know, veracity is going to be coming at him. Like, I don't know if he's built that way. And we will find you know, out soon enough. Dude, this is going to happen. As soon as, they, as soon as he oh. touches down on the court, they go let him, they they go let him have it. Duh. And do not mess up a Draymond assist if I was you, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> the one assist? Is that the one assist? <laughs> Do not one. mess up my single. Do not. It do is not a wrap if you do. Single. It is a wrap. Oh, but my I think gosh. I think they got the right guy. I think Kerr. I think you know they got the right players around him with, with Steph and Dre and Clay, with with Iggy there. So you know what I'm saying. I think I think they'll be okay internally. I yeah, think they'll be and 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 like you said, Steve Kerr is the perfect dude. For this, because Steve Kerr been socked up in practice there, before. There too. you go. It's famous. I mean, he know how to deal with. It. He can talk. Him and Jordan Poole can talk about this over dinner. Like I've been socked exactly. before. I mean, I was socked by maybe the greatest of all time. You've been socked by a triple single, but the same thing is still. <laughs> I can't. Okay, okay, let's get off of that. Uh, basketball, though. How do you think our Lakers gonna do? Okay, so I. I know last year we talked about Russ, and I've never been the biggest Russ fan. I was hoping and wishing for the best. But at this point, we need to tank, and we need to get that boy Victor, Abamwamba, whatever it is. I didn't seen enough. He is raw. So we, whatever we do, if we ain't trying to get to the playoffs and go to the ship, we just need to tank and try to get that first pick. But do we do we have the ability? Hold up, hold up, hold up! Stop it, stop it! <laughs> hold up! You talking about LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Westbrook, he, bro, the Lakers? Anthony Davis we're not, going to tank for 25, 30 games. Duh, I understand. I mean, duh, I know. I I get it. I get it. We want this Victor, whatever the cast name is. Uh, we're going to talk about him in a second, too. But come on. LeBron ain't here to be tanking to get this dude. <laughs> and, 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 come on. I, we, I just want you to – what do you think realistically is going to happen with the Lakers? Because ain't no way they tanking for this, so, this Victor dude. Leave that to Utah. I think – okay. Bearing 
everybody's healthy, right? Because I think I think Russ's play is going to be a lot different with a healthy AD this year, and even a healthy LeBron. LeBron missed some games last year. I think if all three can get through at least 85, 80% of the season healthy, we should be top two, top three. It should be probably the Clippers, the Warriors, and us. And I'm trying to think of anybody else. Maybe the Grizzlies, but I think we should definitely be top three in the West. I agree. I think we should definitely, if, if they can stay healthy, like I've been telling people that if they, if they, if all these guys are healthy, they should be in the conference finals. I think they're conference finals if they stay healthy. Um, the fourth team that we missing though is New Orleans Pelicans. Dog. You think, you, I mean, it, Zion lost that weight. Z- and, 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 he did, duh, okay, he lost the weight, and I knew, of course he's going to lose the weight because he couldn't really play basketball on a broken foot. Like, what? Yeah. I don't understand when people are all online, social media, man, he's fat, man, he's fat. Yeah, because the dude can't run. He can't, he can't do can't nothing. Like, can't work out. When he can work out, you're going to see a slimmer version of this cat. Like, stop looking at what you're seeing right here and look a couple steps forward. So... They basically took, I mean, they took the Phoenix Suns to seven games with uh, CJ and uh, my man, my man, Stay High. Uh, what's his name? He looked like he always high. Brandon Ingram always Ingram. looked like he high. Yeah, always looks high, right? Are, Those are we dudes went seven games. A little bit, though? Should we be Are talking we about Luca? With who? With with the Mavs. I mean, they they. Went. I know, but with, but with who? They did just they, lost Jalen Brunson. Who? No. Oh, they yeah, got nothing. Never. They got the same squad. It's okay, the same squad. On. Like Luca. Luca's nice, but it's not nice enough to really get them past anything that matters, right? Like, yeah. I just don't see them getting past. I mean, hell, they got past the war. I mean, they got past uh, the Suns, but that was with Jalen Brunson. And the Suns, I never thought were that good anyways. Like, to me, you remember that, that playoff run last year? The Suns don't even get there if the Clippers are healthy. I mean, the Clippers took them seven games without Kawhi Leonard. The Lakers were up in that series until AD got hurt. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on, man. They got they had they were extremely lucky to get to the finals. They were not that great of a team. And now this season, and then this past season, the Mavs took him out. Right. But yeah. I think you dropping Zion dot people. I, Zion gets so slept on because out of sight, out of mind. But when that dude played, I mean, he didn't basically play last year. The year before that, that dude is a walking bucket. Like there's nothing you could do with him. He's so I mean, he's so quick, he's so big, his second jump is faster than everybody's jump, and all he does is just menacingly go to the rack. Like he's not here for the jumpers. Like it's yeah. been so long since we had a big dude like that who's just get out of the way. I'm going to get a bucket. And if I miss the first one, I'm getting back up before you get it, and I'm putting the ball back in. Like he's unguardable. There's nothing you can do with that cat. And I watched him the other day in a preseason game. And this was he was doing all this with no right hand, Dub. This is all left-handed with no jumper. He's putting up 27 and 12. Dog, the other day in a preseason game, he 
took it baseline with his right hand and destroyed the rim. If he added that to his game, cancel yeah, Christmas. It, it, could be a, it could be next level. I mean, he already, already all-star material as is. We know that. Already? When, yeah, already. he's already all-star material as is when healthy. Uh, East, East, what about the East, though? What you think? So, what you think happened over there? Because you got to go with the Nets. You got to go with. The, I mean, you got to go with the Bucks. You know, your boy mm-hmm. Giannis. Would you call him the greatest player of all time? All time. Right, right all, under the I, I, I've, seen, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. He's already there. He's already up in my top three. Already there. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you if he's actively in your top three, he, he's got to be up there. I think, the, bro. The question mark is what happens with with Boston, with all the drama and, you know, Ime and, you know, how does that triple down effect? How does that look? I was never a believer in Miami. That's just me. I think they're a good mm-hmm. playoff team, but I don't think they're good enough to win the chip. Yeah. No. This is what I'm, what I'm, what I see. If, if all is healthy, if the Bucks are healthy, they're going to the finals. Like Boston wouldn't have been in the finals this past year. If the Bucks were healthy, the Bucks were healthy. The Bucks mop the Warriors up. Mop the Warriors, right? Like, I don't even – I think the Bucks are the, the cream of the crop of the NBA. And then, man, I'm I'm riding with the with the Nets. I, dog, you're going to tell me you got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving for a full season, right? Gets to play for a full season. You ain't going to have no half this, half that bringing it back to the team, and now we're trying to work out this chemistry. You've got both of those dudes, and you add in Ben Simmons. And I know everybody loves to hate Ben, right? Everybody hates Ben. But (laughs) if you really step back and think about what he is bringing to this team, he does not have to take a single shot. Now, they're going to try to, you know, put him in action. But even when you put him in the action, that dude is averaging, who's averaging 16 points a game, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Like, he is a amazing basketball player, and he was doing all that with no jumper before. So what is going to change now that he's on a team with dudes who spread the floor? Because that was always the issue for me when he was with the 76ers. You got him and Embiid on the same team. They both need to be around the paint. Like, yeah. you've got you've, you've got a couple of dudes on the outside. To, you got Tobias Harris, but you don't have enough floor space and so for me it was always you gotta make a choice like it sounds good to have both of these dudes but in 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 reality they play the same type of game you've got to have one of these guys and then put shooters around them and playmakers around them and i think with ben going to the nets and now you got two dudes on the perimeter who are elite all-time elite and you got this dude who could run the paint be in the paint get guard the other team's best player they're going to be insane and they picked up some i mean they got the the, the white dude coming back joe uh i forget his name joe joe something, oh, yeah. the dude who can shoot the, a little bit right three points the shooter yeah, yeah seth curry um uh who they got they got they got what's the name drummond still come back and they got some they nice got, pieces. Uh, patty mills still right little point guard yeah they still up. got patty mills dog they've got a good little squad there I think this is going to be. So what you're saying then is this, it, this is for the Nets. It's going to come down to Steve, Steve Nash, coach. Yeah. Can he because coach or not? they have all the players? So the knock has been, he's too green. You know what I'm saying? He don't. He's just coming out 
being retired. He didn't coach nobody. So for me, this season is not about the players on the court. It's about his rotations, how he's calling the plays, his, you know, getting the right guys to rest. Because I remember one time Kevin played every single second of every game, and it was ISO yeah. every time down the court. Yeah. So Yeah, they was running that, uh, they was running that, that uh, Bel Air Academy offense. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest offense of all time. <laughs> greatest offense of all time. Pass the Give ball to Will. Will. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's covered? Give it to Will. <laughs> what if he ain't here? Call him. Get him here. Give it to Will. <laughs> These young kids don't know about that. Uh, no, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know about the Bel Air Bel Air Academy. Okay, so let's talk about your boy Victor. Uh, when, I already know. I already know you got or... thoughts. I already know. I see. I ain't even talking okay. about this. I know you so well. I already know what you gonna say. <clears throat> what am I gonna say? You tell me. What am I gonna say? You are going to say, yes, he's got talent, but ain't no way that a real thin. Seven foot dude who has not played in the NBA against NBA talent because we've never seen it. We've seen it in spurts, but we've never seen it over a long period of time. With and you go say just like old buddy that got drafted from Gonzaga that was seven foot whatever and broke his foot before he even stepped on the court. He's he might not be built for what the NBA day in and day out what they are not, what they're going to bring. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Dog, how is anybody I get I get I'm in I get the I get the love with the unicorn aspect of him. Seven four. We never seen this dude is handling. He's doing fadeaway jumpers. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? They showing him dunking. Man, don't ever show me him dunking on somebody. He's supposed to dunk on everybody. He's seven four. But okay. But here's the thing. I'm watching this game that he's playing in. Dog, he's not really facing any kind of real D. They're showing me all these highlights, right? He scored 30 points. Nobody is going to, unless he's going to be a back-to-the-basket type dude, his handle didn't look like it was that sharp enough where he's going to be on the perimeter dribbling in front of anybody. Those cookies are getting got, right? Like, I mean, those are getting taken. I seen him pulling up from three. They showed him pulling up from beyond the three-point line. That's all cool, but somebody's going to be out there with him in the NBA. Like, this game that we saw, I saw him moving, like, in slow motion. It didn't seem like anybody was all up in him. And so, yes, I hope that that dude comes and he's something greater than we've ever seen because I want to be entertained at all time. But when I'm watching that game, I'm not falling in love. I'm I'm falling in love with the thought of this 7-4 dude could be a game changer if it all pans out. But what the game that I watch, I'm watching like, yeah, but he's just doing what he's supposed to do against lackluster talent. And this scoot dude or whoever that is, okay, <laughs> but he's supposed to look like this. Yeah, he, he I mean, he definitely is not playing against, obviously, you know, who he needs to be playing against. I'm just looking at it from the standpoint of a guy who's seven foot four who can willingly pull up off the dribble for three. You can't contest a three pointer at seven foot four. Seven like four. who, 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 what big man is going to be out there? Like the matchup nightmares I'm thinking about. No one's going to be, be able to be out there to stay with him. That's the issue. Yeah. But yeah. he's got to make the shots and he's got to stay healthy. 
So he's, he's got to make. Now here's the thing: if that dude can get a release like Steph Curry, because he's got so it, at being seven four, yeah, nobody can block it. But can you get it off? Right? Like, yeah. Kevin Durant. That's the thing with Kevin Durant. We've never seen that. What makes him so great <laughs> is we've never seen a seven footer that could get that shot off that lightning quick. His pull up is so fast. I don't know if that 7'4 dude has that kind of pull-up game to be able to get it up in front of somebody's face. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's got so far to go. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's got so far to go to get up there. You're giving so much more time for people to have a chance to knock the ball away. I'm just, I mean, I'm just nitpicking. But when I watch that game, I watch it with a level of skepticism. Like, come on. I mean, he's supposed to do this. We can't be... But I get it. We got to, you know, it's something new. It's it's, it's something yeah, new. Yeah. So I'm not raining on anybody's parade. I'm not going to come in there and be like, oh, he's going to suck. He ain't going to do it. No, I hope he does. I'm just saying, I don't know. I want to see it. I want to see him. And that's that's going to be the intrigue. I want to see him in the NBA. Let's see it happen. Because I knew Chet was going to be Coach Chet in about four years. It's coming. <laughs> he is back in Gonzaga coaching dudes talking about, yo, remember when? <laughs> that, that is, I'm, and, I, and it's just... <laughs> It just, it I just you, is. You I did can, call that before the season, though. When, before he got drafted, you said he go get hurt in no time, in, in no time's notice. Dog, he's too rail thin. And I watched the games. Like I literally, this is. I don't think people were actually watching him play in that tournament. I watched him in Gonzaga at the in the tournament during the regular season in the West Coast Conference. Yeah, he was doing all right. It wasn't even blowing people away. Give you right. He was. He yeah. was good, but dog, you talking about a dude supposed to be number one, number two overall in the draft in college? I remember those dudes. I remember Zion at Duke. He was better than everybody else. I remember R.J. Barrett at Duke. He was better than everybody else except Zion. <laughs> dog, I remember Carmelo Anthony at Syracuse. He was the best player in the entire nation. Kevin Durant at Texas. Best player in the nation. Kyrie Irvin for one year at Duke. The best player I had seen all year. And he didn't even play the whole season with him, right? Like, I've seen Jabari Parker. I've seen these guys. Chet Holmgren did none of that. He was just tall and, like, and a white dude. Tall white dude who who was supposed to be really good. But I never saw him dominate any game. Yeah, I I never saw it either. I mean, I, I, I get the infatuation. With anybody over seven foot that can maybe put it on the floor and, and maybe pull up from three every once in a while, with the way the game's played now, but I, I'm like you, I never once saw a game where I was like, "Damn, this dude is real." Never, never, <clears throat> never, never, never saw it. Never saw it. Um, but enough NBA. Let's go to NFL after the break. So. Uh, what do you think about your boy Cooper Rush? <laughs> My boy. <laughs> hey, what, what you want to say? He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's being a serviceable backup that is not necessarily supposed to win you the games. He's just not supposed to lose you the games. You got to put him in a position. So, you know, he's doing what he's, what he's supposed to be doing. Doug, it's it's so crazy that this is like a topic. He's just 
doing, he's being serviceable, which is what you hope the backup does. Like, I don't understand how this is. And I understand exactly why it's happening, because it's Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they're on everybody's talk show every week because why? Because they move the needle. Everybody <laughs> cares about what the hell happens to the Dallas Cowboys. But and you also got Jerry Jones out there just running his mouth keeping them relevant i mean jerry jones is the kanye west of nfl like he will do anything (laughs) to stay in the news he's just gonna stay in the news and so even saying this quarterback controversy thing that's just trying to stay in the news like this this should be a non-start like Everybody knows there's a reason why they paid Dak all this money. And Cooper Rush has been on the team and never gotten a sniff of the field because Dak is just that much better. Now, to me, the thing with, with Dak Prescott, and I've, I've said this forever, is because the way the NFL is set up, you had to pay this dude money like he's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, the problem his, his, is his time. Yeah, it was his time. He was up to get a contract extension they paid him like he's patrick mahomes yep but but the problem is you pay the dude like patrick mahomes and then these organizations act like they've got to use him like he's patrick mahomes and then they sadly find out that that dude ain't patrick mahomes (laughs) like he's not him and so when you got him out here throwing the ball 30-plus, 40 times a game, you are putting him in a position to fail. They did it with Tony Romo. Remember when Tony Romo was there, and he'd always fail them at the end of games, right? And it wasn't until they actually got a real running game, and they had a defense, and Tony Romo didn't have to go out there and do everything because he was not a do-everything quarterback. He was really good, but not top three, top five but I think this Cooper Rush experiment is showing them, yo, yes, we're paying this dude $40 million, but that is the cost of doing business. That doesn't mean we have to act like we're paying him $40 million. How about we run the ball, play action, and then trust our defense, which is insane, to hold it down? Yeah, and they got it. You know, they have a dope defense. They got Parsons, Michael Parsons, who's probably the best, what is the best young defender in the league. They lucked out, you know, with how good he is. Um, so, you know, you got Trayvon Diggs, or is it Diggs? Yeah, Trayvon Diggs at corner? Yeah, yeah. They have yeah. a decent defense. But, bro, it's like you said. I mean, they they have to justify in their minds, hey, you know, why we're paying Dak this money, and it's not to hand off the ball 30 times a game. So I they fall into that trap. I don't understand why 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 teams just just you know what they should do? Just call us, man. Just call <laughs> us. Like <laughs> they still got white pages. If they're still white pages, just somebody look us up. Look up Justin Wilson in San Jose. Look up Reggie Watkins in Van Nuys. All you gotta do is call me and tell me. The same way, dog, if the Broncos had just called me, dub, oh, I would have told them Russell Wilson. <laughs> needs to be taken out behind the barn. It's time. It's time, Paul. It's time. It's time. It was time. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired, boss. 
I saw this last year. I had him on my fantasy team last year, and I kept trotting the ghost of Russell Wilson out there every week. And luckily, I had a dope team around Russell Wilson, and I made it to the semifinals of, of my fantasy league. But Russell Wilson was poking holes on that train, and that, I mean on that bus along the way. He was doing me no favors. And I watched those games. He was shot. And I watched DK last year. DK was so heated. DK, that's why DK was getting into fights and going crazy because he was frustrated. He had to let it out somewhere. He couldn't go beat up Russ. So he's trying to beat up everybody else. Like we love Russ, they man. Had I mean, that's what it is. Duh. We love he's such a, a nice, likable dude. Like even this season, he's playing so bad. But terrible. Imagine if Lamar had the same like four game stretch that Russ had. How much hate he'd be getting right now in the media. Yeah. Okay. But I think there's a difference though, right? Because I don't know if people really like Russ. Like you said, they, 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 I mean, Seattle, they booed that man when he went back. Like he took them to two Super Bowls and won one and then had them like serviceable through 11, 12 wins every year. He's in MVP races. All of the strength of Russ is just making it happen, running around, because they had no offensive line, right? No offensive line. Uh, the defense wasn't a legion of boom no more, and Russ is just out there making it happen. You know, sandlot football. And what I'm wondering is, did maybe Russ just get old and we didn't really? I mean, I mean, I saw last year, but did everybody not take toll of all those sacks? Because that dude would lead the league in quarterback sacks almost every year, right? He was yeah. taking a bunch of hits, getting sacked, and now he comes to the Broncos and he got $165 million. And remember when Kyler Murray, okay, so remember when Kyler Murray got his deal, right? Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray got 189 guaranteed. Russ came right behind him and took 165. And there was a lot of talk in there because it's like, whoa, hold up. Gave Lamar, up money. For, for Lamar, he gave up money because Russ is supposed to be, you know, Russ is more accomplished than, than Kyler Murray. Russ, yeah. I, who knows? Russ is supposed to be a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. But maybe that should have been the writing on the wall for us. Russ took less money because Russ was like, y'all sure you want to give me this money? Let me get whatever I could get right now because I'm cooked. He looks finished, dog. Yeah, like, it, it looks bad. It's it's and it's just like the basic throws and reads that he's not making. It's and he doesn't like remember how in Seattle he used to even when he was under pressure, he escaped the pocket and make four or five guys miss. Like he ain't even doing that. Ain't even doing that. And missing basic reads. Like, like that last play, right? The the last and and mm -hmm. people, people People are on online because I was like, yo, fire this coach right now. They're like, it wasn't coach's fault. It was Russ's fault. Yo, yo, hold on. You've got nowhere to go with Russ. You guys just gave up the world for Russ. He ain't going nowhere. But this coach is trash too, right? So so if you got to fire somebody, it's kind of like with the whole Tua thing, even though I don't think it's the doctor's fault because Tua wants to play and the organization wants him to play. So they the ones, I mean, the head coach, the general manager, those are the people really making the call. The doctor's just there to be a figurehead, right? But – you got to fire somebody. And the only person that can get fired 
<laughs> you ain't firing Russ. You just gave him the world. He's going to be there, which that's a tragedy right there because it's not going to get better for him. He's going to be worse. And you, you've got to fire somebody. Hackett is awful. Like these, I don't understand why you're even throwing the ball when you've got a nine to six lead. Nine to six lead in the fourth quarter. Why are you putting Russ even in the position to throw an interception there? Yeah, kick that the was, field goal. That was insane to me. Insane. Insane. I, why? Why are you doing this? Run the football. Take time off the clock. They've got no timeouts. Just run the damn. I mean, what are we doing here? I don't. I don't understand. Kick the field goal. You tried to kick a sixty-four yard field goal the first game of the week. Why not take a twenty-five? Like I don't, I don't get it. And then you come back, so they get to the overtime, and then you come back, and you've got third and four. You run the ball on third and four. Now it's oh, they get it down to fourth and two, or I think it might have been third and two. They run the ball. Now it's fourth and one. What are you doing? Now you've only given Russ two attempts. If you're gonna go for it on fourth down, you already know that. Then why aren't third and fourth down passes? Yep. I, I, I just. I don't understand why you'd run on third. Now you've got a do or die on fourth down. Take the chances on third and fourth because on third down, if you get the if you get the first, now you got four more downs. Right? Ah, uh, it just it's just third maddening. And, third and three is no different than fourth and one in that situation. So you got to throw the ball on third down. You got to give more options, and at the same time, you're going for the touchdown too. Right, it's not just the first down you're going for. You you're trying to get the ball in the end zone to win the game. Apparently, so I, right? I don't know what this dude was thinking at the end. I mean, he had multiple uh, errors of judgment at the end of that game, like insane. Yeah, this dude. I, I don't know if he can survive, and I don't. I I don't know. He's just not a good coach. Something's got to give. He's gonna have to go because they can't get rid of Russ. Like this will be the big. This is the biggest fleece job that we've ever seen a team go through. This this might be the worst thing I've seen since Jimmy Johnson traded Herschel Walker for the world from Minnesota. Like I don't know if anything else rivals this. They gave away so much at all this money. Like, how do you come back from this? And I was at that game. Remember, I went to the game against with San Francisco and Denver. Dog, there's kid. I, I told you, there's a kid in the stands right behind me. Russ is throwing all these checkdowns. The kid is like, oh, Russ sure loves throwing to the running backs. <laughs> like, yo, the kid knows what he's talking about. This is not good. And the running backs, you can you see the memes going around where Melvin Gordon's just just mad dogging this dude everywhere. <laughs> Russ drinking water, act like he don't see. You see oh. that, man. Like you see. I love the let's ride memes. Those have been the best. Those have been the best. Dog, he's ter- He's not good, and I feel bad. But I feel bad that he's looking like this. I do not feel bad for the Broncos, right? I mean, yo, they they made them they made the mistake giving the man one hundred sixty five million dollars. Hey, eat it up. That's it. I mean, John Elway looks terrible, and. This could have all been avoided if they had given my man Colin Kaepernick a nice little contract when he was trying to come to the Broncos years ago. But, you know, hey, hey it, it, it all ties back. It all ties back. But uh, you ready to do some picks, man? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we're going to come back after the break, and we're going to do Reggie's pick. We're going to do Reggie and Dub's picks and see how we both do. Back after the break. Uh, 
Uh, uh, uh, you hear that music? The music black. I, I, mean, tell you. I mean, yo, 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 the music just let you know something coming. And what's coming is y'all about to make some money off of my expertise and Dub's expertise. We're going to come in here and help y'all make a little bit more money. I know Kevin said he's been betting and playing in little, little pools. I want my 10%, Kevin. Um, and I want my 10% from all of y'all. Y'all out there, you win a little bit of money off of me? Go ahead and send me my ducats. I got Venmo. But uh, what we're going to do is the Reggie's picks. We're going to pick it with the line. We're going to take the spread. I'm going to mess around with the money line as well. I'm going to tell you what to do to make some money, and we'll see if, if Dub can keep up with me. But I'm going to go first. So, Kev, what we got first? All right. So, we're recording this on Friday. Thursday night gaming just happened. Uh, it was Indianapolis at Denver. Denver was minus three and a half. Doesn't matter. They lost in overtime. <laughs> Terrible. All right. Here we go. Next game. Uh, New York Giants at Green Bay. Green Bay has to give up seven and a half. Got to win by more than a touchdown. Green Bay, seven and a half. Now, this is Green Bay at home, but they're not really at home. They're across the pond in London, okay? So it's a seven-and-a-half game at Wembley Stadium, and it don't matter where the hell this game is at. I don't care who Aaron Rodgers has on his team. He is facing Daniel Jones, who is awful. Daniel Jones is awful. They got Saquon, but the back, the Packers' defense is dope. They're going to fill the box. They're going to make Daniel Jones be a real quarterback in the NFL, and he is not that. So I would take the seven-and-a-half and the Packers. Next up, Dub, you got it. Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's got to give up eight and a half. I mean, for me, this is this is easy. I look at, you know, Tom Brady. It's in it's in Tampa, right? Yep. Oh, so you know, Tom Brady coming off of all the the drama that he's been coming off of, he's got to put together a good game. He's got all his weapons back. He's got Godwin back. He's got Evans back. He's got his running game Fournette. So I'm gonna go with Tampa. Um, I just don't believe enough in, in Mariota. And I think, I'm not sure if the tight end is out. Um, Kyle, Kyle Pitts, he's out. If yep. he's out. Oh, he's out? Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Yep. I'm right, right with Tampa all day. That's easy money. All right. We go to Chicago at Minnesota. Minnesota minus seven and a half. Oh man, this is really a this is this is a this is a this is a heart wrenching game here because I love Justin Fields, but Justin Fields is looking atrocious. He looks atrocious, and I don't know if it's all his fault because he ain't got nobody to throw to. He got nobody to throw to. Montgomery is out. They got the the new running back in there. Ah, uh, it just looks really really bad, and I don't really trust you know. Your boy Kurt, I don't really trust him, but he's got weapons. They got a pretty good defense, and every eh, every now and then he comes up and balls and makes you you know look at him like he's a top ten quarterback. I know Justin Fields is not that right now, and I know that this defense is better than the Chicago offense, you know, like extensively better. So, uh, Kevin, you said that was seven and a half. Is that what it is? Yep, got to give up uh, seven and a half. Uh, and it's in Minnesota or is it in Chicago? It's in Minnesota. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's in a dome. They're in a, they're in a dome on a fast field. Oh, Justin Jefferson and them, man, they're they going to be grittying all up and down the, f- the field. Yo, go ahead. Give me Minnesota Vikings minus seven and a half. Next. All right. Detroit at New England. New England minus three and a half. Jared Goff might have woke up. Let's see. You know what? I'm, I'm actually going to ride with Detroit on this one. I there doesn't even need to be a lot of in-depth discussion because Mac is out. Is Mac Mac is out, right? They're playing Brian Hoyer. Brian Brian Hoyer was hurt too. I think it might be um uh Bradley Zippy or 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 something. Zippy Brody Zippy? I don't I don't know. 
okay, we, we're playing with a third string backup <laughs> backup quarterback. So there ain't even much to say. You you go you ride, you put your money, you ride with the with the Detroit Lions. They've been putting up a lot of points with golf. Their defense just has to put it together. And if you figure they're playing with a third string quarterback, defense should be sitting pretty. Ride, put it every day, go with the uh, Detroit on that one. All right, Houston at Jacksonville. Jacksonville minus seven and a half at home. Uh, Houston at Jacksonville. Jacksonville minus seven and a half. This is a divisional game. Um, last week, Trevor Lawrence looked awful. I would imagine this week they could make it back up. And I still, like I said, I still trust this team. I think they're the best team in the division. Although Tennessee Titans have been kind of showing up a little bit. Um, I'm still... I'm going to take the seven and a half and, and, and the Jaguars. I just think they've got too much, and I think Houston has too little. Davis Mills is not a starting NFL quarterback in this league, but he is there because the Texans have nothing else. Um, I don't know who they got on defense, if it even matters who they got on defense. The Jacksonville Jaguars should cover this. Take them minus seven and a half. Next. All right, off to the Chargers at Cleveland. Cleveland is getting two and a half points at home. Ah, Damn. All right, so Herbert's playing. They came off and went last week. But, man, this is, so this is at in Cleveland? At Cleveland, yeah. Two and a half. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and ride. I'm, I'm going to say Jacoby is going to put it together. They got, a, they got Nick Chubb. They got a great running game. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to take the points with – go ahead with uh, Cleveland. All right. Wow. Old. We'll see. Miami at New York Jets. Jets are getting three and a half. Miami at the Jets. Miami, New York Jets. Uh, Miami is favored by three and a half points. And I've got a side bet with my friend Stoney, who for some reason loves to hate on Teddy Bridgewater, Geno Smith, and uh, all the average black quarterbacks who I try to pump up and make sure they get their shine. My boy Stoney loves to talk trash about them. And I took the bet. As soon as Tua went down, I said, Teddy Bridgewater coming in, they're not really missing a beat because Tua ain't no world beater of a of an arm thrower, right? I mean, he's got he's really good, he's a real accurate quarterback. But damn, it ain't that hard to be accurate when you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and Mike Gusecki to throw the ball to, right? If he gets any kind of time, Teddy Bridgewater has been a good quarterback in this league, a good starting quarterback who can get a team, who's gotten the team to the playoffs. He's never had this kind of talent around him, so. I want to see this week how he does. And I'm betting on Teddy. I think that the Jets just aren't good. Zach Wilson came back, and everybody, you know, people are like, oh, the Jets beat the the Steelers. They came back and won. The Steelers were god-awful, right? I mean, uh, Trubisky got benched. They brought in Kenny Pickett. My man threw three interceptions of his own when he got in there, right? Zach Wilson looked awful. He hit five or five passes in the fourth quarter, but he also had some interceptions too. That dude is awful. I've been saying he's going to be the bust of this group. I don't think he's ready to take on the Dolphins' uh, defense, and I think Teddy Bridgewater steps in there, and they just keep going. I'm taking the Dolphins minus three and a half. Next. All right. This is the the largest spread of the week. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo minus 13 and a half. Going to have to win by two touchdowns. Big spread. Um... I will take that all day long. That's that's easy money <laughs> for me. Buffalo should win this game by at least three touchdowns. You took you take a, a rookie rookie quarterback playing in Buffalo. Buffalo's coming off that huge emotional comeback. Josh Allen is ready to to silence all the doubters who now were saying 
they weren't as good as they were because they lost. Uh, you know, they lost against who was it? The uh, who they lose to uh, before they played the Ravens, uh, the Dolphins. They um, lost. The Dolphins they lost. They had to come back and play against the Ravens. So I think Josh is going to want to have a statement game. I think he's going to have the offense uh, well oiled up. He's going to be throwing the digs. I think they're going to take it by at least 21, 21, 22 points. This means this is easy money, and I don't think Pittsburgh's ready. The rookie quarterback ain't ready. All that. All right. Seattle at New Orleans. New Orleans minus five and a half at home. Woo, man, this is the game. This is this is the game of the quarterbacks that I try to pump up the most. Geno Smith. And what has happened with Geno Smith is everybody that I ever talked to, all I ever – and W, you know about this. All yeah. I ever want is for black people to have a chance to be average. That's all I want. I want I want black people to be just as average as every everybody else. And in all in my whole life, it always seems like white people get to be average, and we they ain't gotta they ain't gotta bat a thousand. White people ain't gotta uh, go undefeated. White people ain't gotta be a credit to their race. White people could go out there and be just as dumb as they want to be, and they get to live to see another day. How come Geno Smith never got a chance to be just an average quarterback? Geno Smith came out one year with the Jets and threw, I think, uh, you know, he by the time he had his third year. Mind you, mind you, he was a third round pick. Had a good year, his third year, and then came back and got derailed by a sucker punch that knocked him out for the rest of the season, and we never got to see that man come out there and play ball again. Meanwhile, Eli Manning is out there throwing 25, 24 picks in a season and getting chance after chance after chance to get it right. And so I've always said, I don't think Geno Smith is great. I just want Geno Smith to have a chance to be average and show us that he might be better than what he is. And what he has been showing with the Seattle Seahawks is that dude is pretty good. He's got an arm. He is smart enough to run an NFL system, and he looks way better than Russell Wilson right now. So that being said, going up against the New Orleans Saints, I think that defense for the Saints is lights out. Now, who's going to show up? If Jameis is playing, he's had he's got a uh, hurt back. He didn't practice the other day. I don't know if he practiced uh, yesterday either. But if Jameis ain't playing, I'm taking the Seahawks. If Jameis is playing, uh, Kevin, again, where is this game at? Is it in New Orleans? It's in New Orleans. I think it's in, in New Orleans. Orleans. Yep. It's in New Orleans. And, and, what's the, uh, and what's the spread again? Minus what's five and a half. Minus five and a half for the Saints. Correct. <sighs> that's assuming that that's saying right there, Jameis Winston is going to play. And they think that defense is so much better with Geno Smith. I'm going to take, even though I love Geno, I hope he does well. I'm going to take the five and a half because I still think Jameis Winston is a good NFL quarterback. And the Seahawks do not have a really good defense. So I will take the New Orleans Saints minus five and a half. All right. We go to Tennessee at the Washington Commanders. Commanders are getting two and a half points. Well, I I feel like I'm just getting all the easy ones. I'm getting the deep no (laughs) I mean... You 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 have to do the real work. I don't have to do any work. This everybody gonna love me for this week. So we just talked about I mean, you just talked about Tennessee's actually starting to come alive. They're starting to show something. I still don't believe in in Tannehill. I just I personally don't think it's 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 in his brightest uh, or in his in his future to be the the, the quarterback for the team. Uh, they need to ride the young dude Malik, but they still got my man uh, twenty two. Uh, Henry in the mm-hmm. backfield. As long as you keep giving it to him, keep riding with him. The defense go do what they do. The Commanders. Uh, did you? I mean, did we see Carson Wentz in that performance uh, last week? I Horrendous. think at one point Horrendous. he had like thirty yards passing. 
uh, I think going like right before halftime. I mean, that talk about being average. That dude just gets chance after chance after chance. So I'm somebody is going to give him, and somebody will give him another <laughs> shot. Somebody's gonna say, "I can pull it out of him." They, they will. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, he's gonna be starting for somebody next year, and it won't be Washington because <laughs> they go draft somebody. Uh, so, or they, you know, what they go do? They go get Jimmy. They go get Jimmy G next year, and then he he might be the Niners' quarterback. Shit, who knows? Uh, <laughs> but I, I, that's easy money. Let's let's go with the uh, the Titans. Uh, I, I don't even know. Are they playing at home? Or are they playing at? It's at Washington. It don't even matter. Yep. It don't even matter. Rather right. Titans. Yeah. All right. Next up, after Reggie's uh, Niners beat the crap out of my Rams, they're going to go to Carolina, and Carolina's getting six and a half. They got to be able to handle that. Uh, don't get this oh wrong. God. See, <laughs> this is see, this is where this is what happens here. Right, we win the game in a game that we're playing against a team that you think should beat us. Right, you would think the Rams, even though the Rams are a totally different team now, they don't have Odell, they don't have Von Miller. You still think that you know they're they're a Super Bowl team. They should be able to come back and get this game. But the Niners' defense is so dope; they they cover up a lot of mistakes. Jimmy G held the, the touchdown he threw to Debo Samuel, which Debo did all the work on, should have been an interception. Right, yes, but because the result turned into a touchdown, we don't even remember. All we know is there's a touchdown, it was a long pass. Jimmy G gets a touchdown, he gets a bunch of yards for it. But this is the type of game that they come to Carolina, and for whatever reason, Carolina plays better, Jimmy G plays awful, and they make him make plays, and it's a struggle. So at six and a half. I still think the Niners should be able to win this game. I mean, hell, the Carolina Panthers are not good. Baker Mayfield is garbage. They should win this game. I just don't late, think it's, they cover. It's a late game, too. It's not the Sunday night game, but it's like a 4 o'clock game it's a in Carolina. Game. It's not so a morning game. We should, Yeah, we should be fine. We should be ready. <sighs> I'm going to take the Panthers to cover. I think it'll be a tighter game than six and a half. I just don't see Jimmy G going on the road and blowing out the Panthers. And you just never know with Baker Mayfield. This could be the game that he actually gets to he actually plays well because he's average. He's going to have terrible games and then some good games. I think this might be a good game for him. I'm gonna take the Panthers to cover the plus six and a half. Next. All right. The game I will be at. Dallas at SoFi Stadium against the Rams. The Rams are minus four and a half. Rams are minus four and a half. Well, okay. So the Rams definitely need a bounce back game. I think you got Cooper Rush coming in with all the talk, all the drama. He's won some big games against some big teams. But I think the Rams present a good defensive front. Them boys are going to be hungry up front. They're going to be upset at what happened against the Niners. I think Stafford... We'll get his stuff together, and hopefully they find a way to get somebody else the ball than my man, who I think is the greatest wide receiver in the history of the NFL. Uh, ain't that right, Reg? We all know uh, my boy Cooper Cup, uh, who I called uh, a couple years ago in the draft, said so the Niners should draft him. But I definitely think the Rams are – so they got to give up – what's the spread again? Uh, my, minus four and a half. Okay. So I'm riding with the Rams. I definitely think they're gonna they're gonna pull out the pull out the win, then they'll cover, and I think the Cowboys this is gonna be the first time where now they'll start they'll start one Dak back. Agree, totally. All right, Philadelphia at Arizona in the desert. Uh, Arizona's getting five and a half. 
Philadelphia, Arizona. Man, Philadelphia is Arizona's getting five and a half. Philadelphia is sneakily the best team in the NFL. I mean, this is this is what happens when you give a quarterback and give all the props to Jalen Hurts because I watched that game, that playoff game last year against Tampa Bay. Granted, it was Tampa Bay and they got a really good defense. He did not look like he was that dude. And the reason he didn't look like he was that dude is because he didn't have enough dudes around him. They went out, they got the deep, the offensive line is better. They got him a real number one in A.J. Brown, and now Devontae Smith gets to be a number two, and Jaquez Watkins is a number three. They've got weapons. They got Miles Sanders in the backfield. They got weapons on weapons on weapons. And Jalen Hurts is actually using his legs the proper way and the way that you want a quarterback to do. He's not a runner as a quarterback. He is a quarterback who can run if he needs to. And that dude is playing amazing football. I'm going to take the Eagles to cover because I just don't think the Cardinals have enough. I think they're still with, I think this might be the last week without DeAndre Hopkins. I still don't think they have enough going on. I like Kyler Murray, but he hasn't looked great either. He had that one game against the Raiders where he looked good in the fourth quarter. But otherwise, I'm taking the Eagles to cover, man. I mean, they're just too good. All right, we go to a pretty good matchup here. Cincinnati at Baltimore. Baltimore is minus three and a half. Oh, this is a good one. Man, this yeah. this is probably what the game of the week, I would think. So yeah, it's a night game. Off the, coming off the loft, coming off the, the head scratching uh decision to I, I don't know what Harbaugh was thinking on that one. That was He wasn't he was wasn't. another You know, I actually think uh Nathaniel Hackett got in the headset in that game. <laughs> <laughs> And said, this is what we should do. I don't know how it happened, but I think that's what happened. Because Harbaugh lost his mind. So I think the defense is going to be on fire because of that. I think the defense wants to make sure that, hey, we're, we're going to prove something. We're not going to give up 500 yards passing like they did last year uh, against the Bengals. And I think Lamar is going to come out. Even though, you know, Joe Burrow's, you know, he's been struggling. I know they want to put together a game. I just feel like this will be the game that Lamar neutralizes that that Bengals defense, puts some stuff together, and I think they'll want to rebound off of what they did uh, last week. So I, I'm taking I'm taking the the Ravens on this one. All right, yeah. and can we can we a little, little sidebar real quick on that on that because there was a topic this week about who you want to build around Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson. I don't know why this is even a topic. It's so crazy to me because then they go through. They got the stats, right? And we want to use stats whenever we want to make a case. But when we don't want it to make the case for us, we ignore the stats. So this season, higher completion percentage, Lamar Jackson. More mm-hmm. touchdowns, Lamar Jackson. But in that same in that same uh, vein, they will turn and say, but Joe Burrow is just a better passer, though. What is making him a better passer? Well, I mean, what else is what else are we supposed to do as a passer? You have a higher percentage of, of completion percentage. You have more touchdowns. That is passing. How is he a better passer if he doesn't have the passing stats? I don't understand. And I know what we're doing. We're just saying he looks like a better passer because forever the better passer always looked like the white dude who sat in the pocket. But stop doing that. Lamar Jackson is passing his ass off. Give him the credit. All right, Kevin, what's next? All right, we end on Monday Night Football. It's a nice little AFC West matchup. Got the Vegas Raiders at Kansas City. Kansas City, minus seven and a half. Got to win by more than a touchdown. Vegas. 
Vegas Raiders at Kansas City. Um, the Raiders are hot garbage. Okay, they are hot garbage. <laughs> they just listen. They just lost to the Broncos, right? Like, hold, hold, hold up, hold up. The the Raiders. Derek Carr is not good, right? Derek Carr just isn't good, and I don't know how this dude keeps staying in this league by being not good. How he got Devontae Adams to come all the way over here. I mean, I know what it would happen. I mean, it's Vegas, and they play inside a nice dome, and the money. But, damn, he's not good. Josh McDaniels already showed us he wasn't good in Denver, but for some reason, he got another damn shot, and now he's here with the Vegas Raiders, and they are not good. Um, I just don't – he's going against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and all these dudes. This is – it's a divisional matchup, but what's the spread again, Kevin? Okay, the spread is Kansas City minus 7.5. Okay, the spread is minus 7.5. Kansas City going against the Raiders. Take Kansas City. I mean, I know they lost that game to the Chiefs – I mean, to the Colts. It don't matter. Take Kansas City. Always trust in Mahomes. He will get it done for you. Next up, is that is that it? We got anything else? Is that is that is that, that it? is it? That's the Monday Night Football game. That's the hey, one. there it is. So we're gonna see how our picks come out. My man Dub was here with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate the banter going back and forth. Kevin Cleveland is running the show, engineer, producing. Thank you so much, sir, and thank y'all for listening. Make sure I'm probably right wherever you get your podcast. Believe Podcast Network, B L E A V dot com. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. See y'all next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.